by the powers of the spirits of the East, who bring light, humor, and clarity, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the South, who bring protection, passion, and courage, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the West, who bring harmony, strength, and healing, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the North, who bring abundance, growth, and peace, we call to the witches. Desert Jen and Obsidia Musette Sage, here to share our knowledge with you on all things witchcraft. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Crones of the Wild Wastelands. And welcome to the Crones of the Wild Wasteland. Desert Jen here, hanging out with Obsidian Muset Sage. Howdy. Today we start our series for beginner witches and we deep dive into how to protect yourself and make sure you have cleansed all of that icky negative energy from your life. Yep. We're going to show you how to never get caught without protection. You know, you need to have, you never know when you're going to need it. So strap in, because the crones are going to school you on cleansing and protection today. But first, the tarot card of the episode. Today, I used my elemental power deck, and I pulled the Seven of Pentacles, which is all about hard work, perseverance, and investment. And, you know, I realized that Desert Jen and I are really invested in providing quality and accurate information for our listeners. That's one of our, that was one of our goals when we started this. Um, we work especially hard when it comes to the new witches, who are unfamiliar with the more in-depth areas of the practice of witchcraft. So rest assured that when you are that you are getting authentic info that has been researched and experienced by these crowns. That sounds good. Yeah. I like that. I really like that card for today. I think it was a good card. Definitely. And <clears throat> definitely appropriate. I do too. So shall we jump in? Yeah, I I know I need protection once in a while, you know. You put it in my wallet and Pull it out every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> don't I wish? No, I'm just kidding, because I'm married, and you know, you don't need protection after you get married. Heck no. No. <laughs> um, well, protection. You know, it can go a lot of ways, but it is one of the witch's most important tools. I mean, there is so much. A lot of, I, I have found at least, a lot of witches out there that really get into it are also empaths. Yes, because when you're in a room with a bunch of people and you're an empath, you get bombarded with everybody's emotions. Right. So there's a physical way you can do that with protection. You can um, veil yourself physically, but there is a way to do it. Yes. And for me, that that's a lot of what, what protection is about is to... I'm going to have to do it this week. Lots and lots of protection from negative feelings. Right. It repels negative energy. It repels psychic attacks. It repels hurtful intentions and potential evil. But, you know, there's a lot of people that put out negative thoughts that don't know that's what they're doing. They don't realize they're toxic people. They don't realize they're toxic people. It protects you from, from even unintentional attacks. I find that I feed off of people, and, and if I put a protective shell around me, I can stop. I haven't built my abilities so that I'm not feeding off of other people being, a, being an empath. 
path, you know, and soaking in all that good negativity. So if you put up a psychic shield, and this is kind of what we're talking about, a psychic shield is a shield of energy that surrounds a person or a thing to protect you from negative energy. There's two steps to doing this. And, and I got this from The Outer Temple um, by Christopher Penzak. It's a, it's a book that he's got a little series of books. It's The Outer and Inner Temple. It's two books. You know, if you're really into Wicca, mm -hmm. if you really want to go the, the Wicca route, his books are excellent. Yeah, he's very They're good. Very excellent. The first step, I believe, for me anyway, is finding a med meditative position. you got to find something that's comfortable for you. Yes, very much so. You have to be comfortable to be able to do it. In this first step, you need to relax your body. So the way, the way I do this, and, and I don't do it every time because I've kind of gotten into the mode where I can just kind of do this mm -hmm. on my own to do it pretty quick now. I don't need to do this whole ritual part. But... Uh, you relax your body. So you start with your head, neck, your face, all these muscles above, you know, above your shoulders. And you, you be aware of them. And you take a deep breath in. And when you exhale, you relax all those muscles in those areas. And you feel the tension just kind of melt away. Then you do the same thing for the muscles in your shoulders, your arms, your wrists, your hands, and your fingers. Uh -huh. And you make those the tension release in those. Then as you... Breathe in deeply and exhale. You do everything from your waist down, including your um, torso, your chest, and everything else. And you go from your legs down to your ankles to your feet. I One of the things that I used to do is make sure that my heart felt relaxed. You know, bring my... my pulse down oh that's cool so when i would when i would pass that area of my body just kind of try to breathe in deep take those exhales and try to make sure that my pulse was coming down because i tend to get a little worked up you know <laughs> <laughs> not me you know but anyway um and then you relax your mind you let any worries or concerns or thoughts from your day just leave your mind as you exhale try your best to have those leave your mind and relax your heart your your emotional heart. Mm -hmm. You want to release any unwanted feelings, emotions, and memories as you exhale. And then you need to relax your soul. As you breathe, you feel the pulse and the rhythm of life that moves through you and all things. And then you're totally relaxed. Yeah, it's a hard one for me. It is hard. A very hard one. The next step, you need to be aware of your energy field. The energy field surrounds all of us, and it's just whether we power it up or not. And everybody has, everybody and thing has an energy field. Yes, it does. So the rocks have energy, the trees have energy, your dog has energy, everything has an energy field. Yes, it does. Visualize energy field like a crystal, clear like quartz or diamond, hard, strong, protective. Have it surround you. I mean, just, I mean, if you need to, use your hands to, to, to feel any holes or any breaks in the seal. Hold the intention of protection in your mind. you got to keep saying, you know, whatever comes, whatever is comfortable with you, but say, I am protected by the shield. I mm. am protected. Find a good uh, mantra to say while you're doing this. The shield will protect you from all harm. It blocks harmful energy. So what happens is if you walk into a room with a, uh, with somebody that's just totally toxic and you're just soaking in those energies and, and you feel your, your anxiety going up, all that other good stuff, what's going to happen is that if you put your shields up, um, and it's going to take a while 
to be able to do it. Right. You're not going to be able to do this the first time, second time, maybe even the third time. It's going to take practice. So do this right when, when, when you get up in the morning, you've had your water, you've ran to the bathroom, you've got time to relax a little bit. Work it into your day. So what's going to happen is when these negative energies hit, they're going to bounce out. It, it, think of it as a force field in Star Trek. It's just going to take that shock, you know, and um, it's not going to get through to you. And, and like I say, it's well worth doing each and every day. And you can you can have these for this this protective shield last for twenty four hours. Yes. If you make it strong and make it thick, you can have it last for twenty four hours. And then as you practice more and you get more adept at it, you can have it last for longer. Yes. Um, and you can also do it in the evening before you go to bed, because you can if it lasts for twenty four hours, you can do it right before you go to sleep if you're going to stay awake enough to do it. Uh huh. Uh, that's what I used to do is I'd get in bed, get relaxed, and then I'd do the, the shield right before I went to sleep. Because in the mornings with my kids were being so young, it was kind of crazy. Yeah, so that's if, true. So if you have a crazy morning with young kids or you know, the dogs or you know whatever your morning's like, if it's too crazy, do it right before bed. Uh, great idea. Excellent idea. You, need, you can repeat this as many times as needed and hold the image. When done, let that image fade from your mind. Come back from the meditative state. This protective shield can be formed around anything. Um, one protective shield that was taught to me thousand years ago was, uh, I'm not sure what path she followed or what she was, but I was really scared to fly home from Fairbanks to, to um, Spokane the first time on an airplane. You know, I had my grandfather with me when I flew up there, but this, I was going to be alone. And I, I, you know, at 18, I was scared to death of airplanes. So she told me to envision a golden ring. The golden ring, you can put this golden ring around anything you want safe. So what you do is you envision a golden ring mm -hmm. uh, and you let it go up and down that thing you want to protect up you know start at the head and let it slowly go down leaving a, a trail of golden sparklies down your body and then back up until you're done so you know you can do things like on the airplane I envisioned the golden ring around the airplane you know which really helped with my anxieties well, that's great. Yeah, that's a good idea. And that's one way that I do work shields, and I still use that. I mean, I was a young kid of 18, and this was one of our LPNs, and, and it really helped me. But I also find that golden ring is good for a lot of things in protection. Uh, yeah, that's a really great idea. Because we said everything emits energy, and you can charge the object's energy and form a shield around it for anything. The way I used to do this... Uh, and this is how it was taught to me, is I would visualize universal energy or goddess energy coming from the moon or the universe, you know, whatever I was using, beaming down from above. Uh, the energy would enter my crown chakra on the top of my head and swirl around inside my body, just kind of do mm -hmm. its own thing, just swirling around. And then I would visualize the energy filling me up, starting at the feet and working up to the top of my head, going slow, just starting at the feet, working all the way up to, to the top of my head. Then, at that point, I would push most of the energy out through my whole body, like through my skin. Oh, cool. So through my pores. So I would push this out so that it formed a almost like an aura around me. And I would envision it 
usually has a white light or a golden light, you know, whatever I was feeling at the time. I mean, it formed a capsule all around me, and that was my shield, and mm-hmm. it would last me 24 hours. And that's that's the way I was taught. when, And this is when I was practicing Wicca, uh-huh. and that's just the way I was taught. So it also acts like a cleansing, because when the, when the uh, energy is swirling around inside your body and you're pushing it out, you're also pushing out negative energy. Yes, you are. And the shield that I had up around me was also porous in one direction. I could get the negative energy out of me, but only positive energy came in. Mm-hmm. So, and you can do that. You can you can put the intention of that happening. Yes, that's very similar to 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 my usual what I usually use, which is instead of bringing it from above, mm-hmm. I bring it from below. Hmm. Okay. And, and I let it fill up, and I let it just scrub everything out of me as it's coming up each limb, as it's going through my muscles, as it's going through my veins, you know, and, and filling up every part of me. I'm having it replace the neg- negative energy, and the neg- negative energy is coming up and up and up, you know, until finally I let it out my, cro- my crown chakra. And um, just let the universe take that the black negative energy and stuff, and then when the white from the, the from below starts to spew out, then I let it spew over me. That's good. That's and, a good. And, idea. and it's more like a waxy type of, of you know capsule. It's very similar to what you you described. It's a capsule around me, and um, I really do feel much better when I do that. I do too. I always feel better when I do my shields, and I can tell when I don't. Uh huh. Definitely tell. I used to do something, or not. I used to. I do something similar now. Uh, I still visualize the universal energy. And if I don't feel like I need a cleansing at the time, or I don't have time or whatever, then I visualize the universal energy coming through my crown chakra. And this is something I kind of learned from you. Uh You This is something that you kind of taught me. You did. I have it visualize it coming through my crown chakra, still swirls around a little bit in my my body. Then it comes out through my hands. Oh. So I will imagine, I will have my hands like on my desk, and I will imagine the energy coming out through my hands to form an energy ball. So depending on how much I need is how much energy will come out. And I will visualize that as kind of, I kind of visualize like a door coming from the universe. Uh-huh. So the door is open, the energy's coming down, and it's coming down through my fingertips, and the energy ball is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And when that door shuts, that's when I've had enough. Uh-huh. And then so I take that energy ball, and I raise it to the top of my head, and I just drop it, and it forms the capsule around me that way. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So, and I don't do that. Like I said, I when I feel like I need a cleansing, I will do it the other way and go out, have it mm-hmm. come through my head and go out my my skin. But when I need something quick, or when I'm feeling like, hey, I don't really need a cleansing today. I've been good, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I've been a good girl. So. You know, I just do it that way, and, and I really like it, and I do feel really protected when I do that. Yeah, those energy balls can be something else. Mm-hmm. And it's, and because you taught me about more about the energy balls, like when we do ritual and stuff, uh-huh. I thought, hey, let's try it this way and see if it I happens. like that idea. Yeah. Because it wouldn't quite take, when you don't have the time to do the whole shebang, mm-hmm. you can... It only takes a few minutes when yeah. you, after you've practiced it for a while. Yeah. You know? There are so many different ways to protection for sure. uh, i really really recommend that that you look at all of your beginning books have got things on protection read them all after you read them you know find the one that is comfortable for you 
actually, I want to tell you about this. When I was researching this for the protection, I could not, I only found two books that had the energy ball or balls of working with energy uh-huh. to do the, the protection. It was The Outer Temple of, of Witchcraft by okay. Christopher Penzak. And then there was a book by Raymond Buckland. Oh, really? Every, uh-huh. Everything else was protection with a psychic shield, but did not mention the energy ball. Uh-huh. Or the energy force field or anything like that. Because that's what I knew. So I thought, well, other people must know it too. <laughs> and all the books I had on my bookshelf. And I looked probably through a good 10, 15 books on my bookshelf right. at the index. And I'd go back and look in the at the pages. And nope, they didn't mention it at all. Oh, can, can, can I air a, a complaint to about um, pagan writers? Sure. Put in an index in the back of the book, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> Please, if you're a pagan author out there, put that index in because it's near impossible to find information without it. Right. Okay. And sometimes you can't read Rant the whole over. book. Right. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, even if you read the whole book, I mean, if you got memory retention like mine, <laughs> right. you know, it doesn't matter if you read the book or not. You know, six months later, when when you remember, you read something, but you don't know what chapter or anything. Exactly. So, you can also take energy from protection from other sources, such as nature, which is the way that I, I like to do it. Mm-hmm, I, I, mm-hmm. Sitting down, I soak up from the trees and everything around me. And the weather. Oh, my gosh. A good storm. Right. Go good outside during a good storm, you know, as long as you're safe, you know. Uh, but a good, a, good, a good thunder and lightning, wind-blowing storm is so good for energy. Some people might like a blizzard for that. Uh-huh. You know, if you're a snowbird, you might like a blizzard for that. Or um, might like a good sunny day. Yes. Maybe you're more comfortable in the sunshine. Yes, and there is nothing like a good sun... Feeling oh, in the sun, yes. yeah. Yes, yeah, that is so sure. cleansing. I think that the, the biggest thing about when, when you're obtaining your energy for um, protection, you do not take the energy from humans or animals. No. This okay? causes them harm. Yes, it does. You're taking their energy. Now, yes, we are taking energy from um, plants and things like that, but we're also expelling it out to the universe so the universe can recycle it and put that energy back. Well, and the plants and stuff like that have renewable energy from the That's earth true. as well. That's very true. But if you take it from an animal or a human, you're taking their en- energy. And honestly, most witches follow the, and if it harm none, do it yeah. you will rule. And this causes them harm, so you can't do this. No, no, you got to stay away from that. That makes you a psychic vampire, and you, I don't You don't want to do that. Yeah, I, I, I just don't see where the fun in it. Right. Okay, tells Talismans. Yes. Um, it, it's a human-made tool. You mm-hmm. can make your own out of wood, bone, whatever you want to make it out of, or your favorite necklace, and you consecrate it using protection. Consecrated uh, means that you uh, dedicate the object for the intention of using magic. Yes. It purifies the item and it removes the negative energy. Yes. And, you know, those things soak up energy just like we do. Right. You know, and it needs to be cleaned every once in a while. It's, if you have one that's made by a witch, it's more powerful than one um, purchased. More powerful than you. Yes. If you make your own, it's more powerful than one... If your friend makes you one and knows your energy, that kind of thing, that's that's a good right. thing. But if you go to a metaphysical store and buy one, those aren't as powerful as personally made items. That's right, because that person's energy is really going into it for someone special, whether it's yourself or a good friend. Right. I mean, it can, it can actually be anything that you can wear, put in your pocket, 
um, you know, hair barrette. I have a good example. Uh-huh. You made me that beaded leather mm-hmm. thing. And most of the time, I put it on my tarot mm-hmm. when I'm reading tarot. Uh-huh. That's my talisman for reading tarot. And you made it for me, and it helps me with my oracleness. Yeah. I guess. I so wish I could still do that. So that's an example of a, of a talisman made for personal. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it necessarily has to be made out of natural ingredients. No. No. I mean, if you're into polymer clay, you can make it out of polymer clay because that's going to take your energies just as well as anything else. I mean, air dry clay, pottery, which, it, but I guess pottery would be more of a earth it's natural so, thing. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, materials, things like that. I mean, it can be anything. I personally believe a natural object might be better but you know sometimes those things aren't available yeah and when you have a talisman on the front you want to put something that personalizes it so you might put your name your birthday your magical name magical Mm -hmm. names are good Um, maybe your astrological sign and then on the other side you put something that represents protection so you might put a sigil or a symbol that represents protection to you Mm mm-hmm or, you know, you can look one up. Or, you know, whatever means protection to you, you put on the backside. Yeah. And then if you wear it or carry it with you, you've got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's, yes. Amulets are generally a natural object used in the same way as a talisman. It's consecrated to be used for protection. It can be like a four-leaf clover, the rabbit's foot, hegstone, stones with, with natural holes in it, an acorn. It can even be a rock. Mm-hmm. You know, you're out there in the driveway and you're just kicking around some rocks. And, you know, those that gravel mix. You can find some beautiful rocks and gravel mix. Anyway, if you mark or engrave it, it becomes a talisman. Mirrors reflect negative energy. Now, I've done a couple of mirror spells. Yeah. They seem to have worked well. I've never worked with mirrors. I am terrified of black mirrors. Yeah. Terrified. But I've never actually worked with other mirrors. It's a good idea, though. I found a mirror um, when we mo- when I moved in with my mom. It's, a, it's an antique mirror. And I at times, I'll cleanse it. I don't need mirror spells very often. But I think one's coming up for this week. So, you know, I might put that mirror out mm. there and mm. put some mirror magic into it and hope that all the negative energy gets bounced away from the house good idea uh, there's there's ways you can put these mirrors up if you don't know what direction the negative energy is coming from you can hang four mirrors in your home faced outward in each direction uh, a flat mirror is effective for any negative energy but a concave mirror kind of turns your enemies upside down oh that's good so kind of like drains the negative energy right out of them and a convex mirror is far-reaching so if you know that somebody is hexing you or sending you bad energy and they're from afar, you put the concave mirror up. Oh, cool. The convex mirror up, excuse me. So, Wind chimes and bells. I love wind chimes. We've got a lot of, belong to a group that met up in uh, Burner Basin. And we, high priest, he, he made everybody wind chimes. And I've got them nice. sit next to the, the door, which is where they should be, to frighten away harmful spirits. They also bring positive vibrations from the chimes or the bells and affect negative vibrations resulting in protection. Mm-hmm. You can protect your living space by sprinkling salt water and burning incense in every corner of every room and in your closets. That works. I mean, when we would do the house sometimes, I don't have it anymore, but those little, they use them in the Catholic Church. 
that you burn your incense or your sage in and mm -hmm. you swing it. Oh, yeah. I yeah. can't remember what those are called. I, but that's mm -hmm. an excellent way to, to cleanse the house, too. Right. If you're careful and you don't let the coals fly around and burn down your house. Yeah, well, that could be a problem. Yeah, that could be a problem. And I think that's a little... I think that's called arson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unintentional, but ours. Definitely. There's also magical bathing. You can take any kind of types of protective herbs, minerals, salts, whatever, and put them in your bath water. You can make your own bath salts mm -hmm. with herbs and stuff, and you can put them in like a cheesecloth and tie it shut. That way you don't get it all over your bathtub, and then you have to clean right. it up. And then there's also with, with magical showers. Oh, know? really? Yeah. No, I've never taken magical showers. You can take all these same herbs and everything else that you put in a bath, Put them in a tea diffuser and hang it from your shower head. What an idea. Mm -hmm. Mind blown. Yep. So do that. I like it. And you've got your ritual shower or you've got your cleansing shower or protective shower. There what you go. an idea. I really like that. Yeah. I don't take many baths, but I take a lot of I showers. Don't bathe, I don't bathe. I bathe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take baths either. Too hard to get out of the tub. Definitely. Protection spells. Oh my goodness, people. I mean, the protection spells are one of the most common out there. You know, when you go looking for a spell, I don't recommend that you use the exact spell. Make it your own. That There's no need for us to go through those because I think that there's so many. I can't remember how many protection spells are in my books. It's always a good mm -hmm. portion of the book. But, you know, if you make it, if you construct your own spell, which we'll cover that later, yes. how to do that, it's definitely more meaningful and maybe powerful. Well, most definitely. Most definitely. The reason I go to look up the spells to see what herbs they're using. Yes. What or they might be using yes. yeah what color candles are they using that sort of thing the pentagram the pentagram is our major symbol nowadays you know i did a little bit of research in that yeah. when we mentioned it before in one of our early episodes and the pentagram has been used in practically every organized religion including christianity oh yeah yeah and it's a real interesting thing. I was trying to find if it was being used by ancient witches and stuff, but there wasn't much information from the search that I did. Okay. The thing is, it, it is an ancient symbol, and it has been used by almost every civilization. Wow, I did not realize that. Yeah. Especially Christianity, I didn't realize it. Yeah, in the early years, it, it hmm. was Christ on the cross. Oh, yeah, huh. Yeah, I could see that. So, you know, I, I really found that fascinating. But it's a five-pointed star that represents the elements. That's how we use it today. Pentacle is a pentagram with a circle around it and stands for the unification of all circum circumscribed elements. I was going to say circumcised. <laughs> Uh, it didn't make sense when it started coming out. Right. Okay. I wear a pentacle. I don't take it off unless I'm showering. Well, I, 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 I need to find mine. I can't find mine. Mine has an Ouroboros. I, I know. I love yours. And I haven't... I bought this back when I first moved here in 2005. Wow. I've managed to not lose it. Oh, knock on some wood. I've managed to not lose it, not destroy it. It's still with me, and I just, it's... Well, see, the problem is I'm allergic to so many metals mm. that I have to use... I can't afford the good stuff, so I, I use leather and things. Awesome. And then the leather breaks, and I set it aside someplace, and then... You forget. Where did I put it? I do that with everything. Maybe you could put it, like, you could carry it in your purse or in your wallet or something like that, so you have it with you, but you're not... 
wear it. I like wearing it, though. I, I, I mean, I, I feel closer to my faith when I'm, I'm wearing it. I just need to find it. I've lost so many over the years. Right. I might find a new one. The witch's bottle. Oh, God, I've done, done those. I've never done one. I'm thinking about it, but I've never done one. It wasn't necessarily for, well, I guess it could necessarily. I was having problems with one person, and I made a witch's bottle to protect me from there and make them shut the blank up, get out of my life. And um, it seemed to work pretty well. Pretty disgusting, but it, it worked. <laughs> Protects a witch. It, it, it's, a, it's, it's a jar, and bury it and all that good stuff. Um, but it protects you from the negativity, but also sends back negativity. Ha ha. Right. Um, the small, it's usually a small jar with a screw top lid, like a peanut butter jar. <clears throat> Fill it with broken glass, broken mirror, rusty nails, pins, needles, screws, old razor blades, anything sharp. Fill with urine. Yes, I, that's what I said. Fill it with urine, your own urine, yeah. because that's your DNA that you're protecting. Right. I have done this myself. Women can include menstrual blood. I kind of miss my menstrual blood because I would use it in my spells because it would just would empower them. I guess you could use your own blood, you know, prick your finger and use your own but, blood. But it, the, the, the menstrual blood, it's though, is, the, is yeah. the, the, the female. But for men. They could either use. Uh, you know, do we want to say what they could use? I mean, it's yeah, it's obviously the other end of that spectrum. Yes. Or they, but I'm saying they could also pick their prick, prick their finger and yes. use their own blood. Yes. I mean, even I mean, I, I'm not saying for everybody to go out and do some blood sacrifice. No. But but your own blood can be very protective, and I we're talking about a pinprick. I mean, right. much like what a diabetic uses to test their blood. You just need a drop. Screw on the lid and seal with taper wax. I prefer wax. Then you bury it in the ground at least 12 inches deep in an isolated it's spot. got to be below the frost line. Yeah, below the frost line. And as long as it is not disturbed, it will work. I mean, they've been finding these all over over like England when they're doing um, construction tearing down old buildings and stuff they come across all kinds of witches bottles hmm. I mean this is something which has been doing for centuries may want to do one every once a year or so if you've got a certain problem that you know uh, keeps reoccurring so just in case the old one you know wherever it was got cracked through earthquake frosties whatever yeah they are they, they, they are an ancient form of our practice and probably one that works really well probably one yeah it does like i said i've never done one uh -huh. but i i'm thinking about it i i don't really have a lot of people that throw me negativity i've got a couple i don't know i'm thinking about it we'll see i don't have anybody that causes me that kind of negativity yeah, in my life anymore but uh, you know so i don't really see a need to do one unless you know yeah, it's not Somebody that, appears. It's not that severe of a negativity that I need to... And, and this really is for severe negativity. Yeah. I wouldn't do this for just because I have a boss that irritates me. Right. It's kind of like a last resort kind of thing. It is. It is. Yeah. So that's it pretty much for protection. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what we I got. hope you learned something about protection because it is so important. It is. Uh, before you came a witch, maybe you didn't know why you get anxiety attacks walking into a store. You didn't realize you were an empath and you are just 
up all of that energy. There might be a group of, of people in there that just, you know, a bunch of Karens. Right. Um, am I allowed to say Karens? I think so. Okay. Everybody okay. else says Karens. Why can't we? I mean, come on. But, you know, there are some of those stores out there, especially in this area. We've, we're filled with Karens. All right. Well, that's about it for today. We hope we covered all the aspects of protection. You know, so we hope you can uh, keep that in your wallet so you can pull it out as you need to. <laughs> Always need to carry your protection. Right. So join us next time as we continue our Beginner Witch series as we deep dive into cleansing objects and tools. So, same broom flying at you at the same time on your favorite podcast platform. Remember, we're going down to uh, every other week. Yes, we are. We've had a couple of family situations make there's changes and doing this weekly for we'll get we'll get back to weekly, but it'll be a while. Yes. You know, got to take care of our loved ones. Right. Thanks for uh, listening to Crones of the Wild Wasteland. Hail and farewell. Hail and farewell. Join Desert Jen and Obsidia Musette Sage next time on Crones of the Wild Wasteland as we chronicle the ways of the witches. Care for yourselves and one another. Keep the strengths of the witches close to your heart and spirit. By the powers of the north, west, south, and east, we bid you hail and farewell.